Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Coverage of the 2017 NFL Combine is brought to you by PNC, the official bank of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Bud Light, the official beer for whatever happens, and Ford, the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now live from Indianapolis, here's Adam Crowley. Welcome back to the NFL Combine here in Indianapolis. Adam Crowley, Matt Williamson here with you, and we are very pleased to be joined by Greg Cosell, the senior producer of NFL Films for 37 years. He doesn't need any introduction. It's Greg <laughs> Cosell, for God's sakes. Oh, my goodness. Greg, thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate, appreciate it, guys. It's uh, Actually, it's great to meet Matt. You know, Adam, I, you and I have never met either, but Matt and I go back a number of years just talking football, but I don't think we'd ever met. No, not at all. <laughs> and we've been saying that. You know, we met a bunch of people for the first time here today. And just to take a second... I was telling Adam, I said, well, there's Greg Cosell. He's, he's, I think he's the best at what he does of all of us analysts out there right now. That. I very much believe that. Um, it's a passion, Matt. That's why. I mean, I, I love yeah. doing it. And I mean, when the NFL season ends and my NFL matchup show is done, I just love jumping into the college tape. And, and I probably do way more than I need to do. But fortunately, I'm able to do that at NFL Films. Uh, and I just love I, – I probably try to watch 250, 300 college prospects and – and try to watch at least three games. And, so, you know, usually sure. some guys, quarterbacks, certainly a lot of the higher-level prospects, I'll try to watch six or seven games just because I like it so much. Yeah, and you're phenomenal at it. And I've learned a lot from you just Appreciate listening to that. you on the air. Um, just to not even beat around the bush, I wanted to talk Steelers a little sure. bit. And this is, I love you know, I love game day and I love the season. This time of year to me is so telling because I often say on the air, it's the only time the teams don't lie. You know, they go – spend money on free agency right. or a draft pick, and they tell you what they might be thinking. Right. And when they drafted Artie Burns last year, I kind of red flag went up in my head and said, are they thinking they might be playing more man coverage in the future? And then the Brady game, the AFC Championship came around, and now all Pittsburgh's talking about is you can't play zone coverage all well, the time or Brady's going to go. They play a lot of zone this year. They play a lot of zone this yeah. year. And I'm just wondering, do you think – a long-term plan could be to gradually go to more man to deal with the Bradys of the world. Well, they've I, done what they've done for so long. I, yeah, I think. I think in the NFL, you need to have the ability to line up and play man. Now mm -hmm. we can debate relatively what the percentage of man is. Obviously, it's based on personnel. It's based on situation. It's based, you know, it's based on so many things. Right. But you need to have the ability to line up and play man coverage, and they didn't play very much man this year. Mm -hmm. And I think – I hate to use this word because I have such respect for coaches, but it, it became predictable in what they were going to play. Mm -hmm. And obviously they felt, and they're with the players, I'm not. So they felt that was their best way to line up and be most effective. But I think Burns – and I remember when he came out of the U – Burns was a guy who clearly had the, the movement, the length. You looked at him as a guy who could play man coverage in the NFL. Now, I thought he was very raw and unrefined as right. a player, and I bet they thought so too. My guess is he probably had to play a little more this year than maybe they would have wanted him to, but that, hey, so be it. It's the NFL. 
but I think he does have the physical traits to line up and play man coverage. And I think they do have to move a little more in that direction. Yeah, and I'm, it seems like this is a very strong corner class. Maybe if they add another one right. along those lines, it might be a little more palatable. Yeah, and, and I haven't gotten to the corners yet, but I know, look, I don't live under a rock, so sure. I, I hear what people say. It's clearly a deep class. Uh, then it comes down to scheme adaptability. It, it, that's the way coaches look. Coaches are different than scouts, as you know, because mm-hmm. you were a scout. You, you know you know how you do your work, but coaches always think about scheme adaptability. How can I fit a particular player within the scheme that I would like to play? And every coach has a foundational approach. Sure. So, you know, the question becomes, do, if they play more man, then maybe they're going to look for corners who've played more man in, in college and, and have more experience uh, playing man coverage. And, and it's so fresh in Steeler fans' minds, and the, and the standard's very high in Pittsburgh. Yep. But is Brady just the worst quarterback for that defense to play? I mean, it's really proven that he eats him up year after year. Well, I think when you, when you play zone coverage down after down after down – Brady, to me, the gr- the great quarterbacks in the NFL win before the ball snaps. Sure, uh, and and I think Brady is obviously as good as there is at that. You know, we Peyton Manning was great at that for years. Brady, the Drew Breeses. That's what makes these guys great is they win before the ball snap. Now, do they confirm after the snap? Because you have to, of course. But they essentially, based on their study, they know what they're getting before the ball snap. Yeah, and that brings me to Ben, and I think that Ben has gotten much better at that. I mean, he's never going to be Brady. He's never going to be Manning. But you know, with age... He's clearly and, gotten better. Yeah. Because early in his career, he was, was not a, that guy. He always called him the Sandlot player, you know. And, and he was and to he some was. degree. And, and obviously, there's moments like that. It, it's also what made Ben Ben. But I think over the years, he's clearly improved as a pocket player. I mean, at this point in his career, uh, obviously, he's probably, unfortunately, closer to the end. But over these last four or five years, he's become a, a pretty high-level pocket player. And and while he's improved there, and this is a big word, but do you think he's declining? You know, there was times this year when I looked at him and his road stats are really poor Yeah, that I'm starting to worry now. I think the way he's played through the years that the body's deteriorating. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing about Ben, see, the reason a Manning, and obviously Manning had the injury, but a Brady who's 39 still playing at a really high level, is these guys are at the highest level with timing and rhythm within structure. Yes. And Ben can play that way, but obviously a major part of his game is playing outside or beyond structure. Those quarterbacks get hit more. Right, right. That's just the reality of life. When you play within structure, you know, Brady doesn't get hit very much. And Manning rarely got hit. Yeah, right. because they play within the structure at the highest possible level. So if it's a three-step drop call, the ball came out in 1.5. It was a five-step drop call, the ball was out in 2.1. If it was a deep drop-off play action, seven-step, the ball was out in 2.6. They weren't holding the ball. You know, Ben's greatest, one of his greatest strengths is his play extension ability and his ability to play outside of structure now also has has worn out his body. I mean, that's just the reality of life. No matter how big you are, you know, think of it this way. Quarterbacks slow down. Defenses don't. They get younger and bigger and, and faster. faster. And, right. So Ben's slowing down, but the defenses are not. 
Greg Costell joining us here on SNR. Adam Crowley, Matt Williamson here with you. Antonio Brown obviously got the contract from the Steelers. When you look at him in comparison to other receivers around the National Football League, where do you put him in that class? And we were having the discussion earlier about a guy of his stature. Do you think that there would be a decline at some point because of his body being worn down? No, I think the decline with him would come if he would lose that quickness because I don't think he's – I'm not saying he's not physical, but obviously his game is not built on, let's say, Julio Jones's game. Right. It's, it, I equated him to like Larry Fitzgerald or Brandon Marshall, that he might not fade away gently because if he does lose quickness, what else does he have? Right, right. You know? But I mean, and I give Merrill Hodge all the credit in the world. I remember when the, the year Brown, what was his first year where he really became a starter? 2011, I want to say. And, and because he was a sixth-round pick, he sort of came out of nowhere. I mean, sure. no one – Sixth-round picks, you don't say, hey, that's the guy, you know. And I remember Merrill Hodge um, watching him on film very early before he was even a starter, and he called me up and said, you got to take a look at this guy. Just watch him get in and out of breaks. And he's the best in the league at that. And his his tempo of, you know, as Matt knows, running routes is not just, hey, you know, you run and you break. I mean, there's a tempo. There's a pace. There's a way to threaten corners. If they're in man, you threaten them one way. If they're in zone, you understand their area of responsibility and you threaten them a different way. His ability to do all those things sure. and then break. I mean, I, I remember Ike Taylor telling me that out of a break, he was a 4-2 guy. And that's what Antonio Brown is. It, it, I don't that's think what's rare about him. I don't think there's anyone quicker in the NFL in and out of a break than Antonio Brown. Huh. And, and that's sort of what we were talking about earlier, that if – if this contract does come to bite him, it would be because he has a couple ankle injuries and can't do that anymore. Yeah, or, you know. and look, when a guy is smaller, are there concerns about injury? But, you know, injury is an odd thing. We've seen Julio Jones, who's 6'3", 225, have a toe injury that he seems to have every year. So, I mean, you never know. You never know. And, and you can't think in those terms. Yeah, and, and I 100% agree. Um, what are your thoughts on Martavis Bryant? I think he might be the most talented receiver in the league. Yeah, and, and two years ago, boy, was he fun to watch. And now I think that at this point, he needs probably more refinement as a route runner. He's ran a lot of vertical routes. He ran a lot of those in-breaking routes, catching the ball on the move. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously at six four, two fit whatever he is, his body type is similar to an A.J. Green. It's that kind of body type. Um, yeah, he's he's a very explosive player. Uh Let's hope that he can stay on the straight and narrow because, for me, as a football purist, who I mean, he's fun to watch. He absolutely is. And I know you do a lot of work with the Eagles, and I think the next great quarterback in this league is Carson Wentz. And I, I thought I way too much to was agree. asked. I, I didn't know if you did or not. Oh, no, I thought no. way too much was asked of the poor guy. Oh, without question. And I'm just curious what your thoughts on No, that. I thought that given the fact that they did, did not have any kind of consistent run game, they had a lot of uh, injury and movement on their offensive line, they arguably one of the worst receiving units oh, in the NFL. Bad, yeah. uh, I think what he was asked to do, I think he performed extremely well. Like, and, and I think, see, I thought coming out he was very talented, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think he's a higher level. Like, I don't see, I don't think there's a quarterback in this draft who has Carson Wentz's talent sure. level. Right, right, right. You know, with all respect to Dak Prescott, it exceeded my expectations. Oh. But if you flip them. Much uh, different story. Wentz is a far more talented player Not even close. than, than right, Prescott. Okay. And you have to give Prescott all the credit in the world. Uh, he was in a perfect situation and, and takes nothing away from him because you still have to go out and execute, and sure. he did. And he did, yeah. 
but he, you know, Wentz is, is a more talented player. I, I know you're busy and we'll let you go, but before you came on, you mentioned another quarterback from Pitt, oh, yeah. you know, Nathan Peterman. And he's kind of the hot name. I remember when Savage came out, everyone's like, who's right, the top right, Savage right. guy? And now Peterman's kind of the hot player. How do you how do you see him? You know, he was a fun guy for me to watch on tape because I think – and I've watched about seven or eight quarterbacks already in pretty good detail. Peterman, I think I've watched six games. And I think that he is a very refined player. He's a polished player. He played under center. He has experience with the play-action pass game, turning his back to the defense. And that's See, rarer people than people don't think. don't think about right, that. Right, right. And that is hard to do. If you've never turned your back to the defense, you know, when you turn your back to the defense and then snap your head around, amazingly enough, the defenders aren't in the same place they were before. <laughs> it's funny and, how and that they works. they have bad intentions. Yeah, it's funny yep. how that works. And I, I think that, you know, he's not a high-level throwing talent. But he made the kinds of throws that you don't see a lot of college quarterbacks make because of this, you know, all these spread shotgun systems. You know, he made skinny post throws. You rarely see that in college football. And I think that in an ideal world, a guy like Nathan Peterman in the right situation could be an Andy Dalton kind of quality NFL starting quarterback. And they don't grow on trees. No, they do not. Right. Speaking of which, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, is there a reason why people should look at him as not the next Matt Castle? Well, you know, that's a hard question. I mean, Garoppolo has some talent. I think he's a more talented guy than Matt Castle. Um, you know, he started, what, two and a half games, I think it was. Something, I mean, yeah. that sounds about And a lot right. of preseason Yeah, a lot of preseason. Um, he's also with a team and a scheme and a system that's high, high level where he, you know he's being coached really well and really hard. And I'm a big believer in coaching. So I'm I mean, sure that Brady guy had an influence on him yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, just day. probably yeah. hanging around, you know, right. seeing how he goes about his business. So, you know, but we're talking about the quarterback position, and you know, teams do things with the quarterback position that are different. You know, they go after guys. So, I, I guess I read something this morning that the Patriots are saying they're not going to trade him. Is right. that is that the That's most recent right now? Bit too. Of That's the scuttlebutt. I don't so, believe him. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, you know, again, you you're going to have to give up a, a one to get him, but. There'll be people who will say, hey, if you think he's that guy, then it doesn't matter what you give up. Sure. sure. Greg, really great. appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Hey, appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me.